Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of this great sport. My name's Kevin Wilson. Jay Cole. And we are super-duper excited. Today is our South Philly Smackdown. Uh, we're going to teach you about great restaurants in South Philly. But first, I want to tell the uh, great listeners about an unbelievable... Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> We've only got two. The rest of the listeners are... An unbelievable... Special canine pancake breakfast dish to honor all first responders, EMTs, police, firefighters, and military. It's going to take place this Thursday, May 23rd, 9 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. It's at the most beautiful facility I've ever seen. Lionsgate, 1110 Laurel Oak Road in Voorhees, New Jersey. We have the host of this great event, Chef Shannon. Say hello to everybody. Tell us about yourself. Hey. That's right. <laughs> Chef with the real white coat and everything. Yeah, right. Right. You got to professional, yeah. you know what I mean? We only have hackers like John. We don't have real chefs. <laughs> That's the truth. That's absolutely the truth. So I barely wear shoes when I cook, let alone a white coat. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about the event. Well, first of all, I am the real deal. That's right. <laughs> um, I've been cooking for... 10 years now. I've recently just got promoted at Lionsgate as the executive chef. Oh, that's terrific. Yeah. But Lionsgate's always looking to give back to the community. Um, we're a big Jewish facility, so we're kosher. Not kosher style. We are kosher. We have mishki and everything. Nice. Um, we're just trying to give back to the community and serve some pancakes to the first responders and the dogs. So uh, I created this special dish for the dogs to make sure I don't hurt them i don't <laughs> right <laughs> i don't want to get a uh, charge with assault on police officer <laughs> or anything so and i did some research i talked to my girlfriends about what i what i can do she actually just told me today i can't give them white flowers so i have to go out. wow i have to go shopping so and i want everybody if you want to say thank you to a first responder an emt police firefighters and military absolutely come down to the most beautiful facility i've ever seen lion's gate it's at 1110 Laurel Oak Road in Voorhees, New Jersey, on Thursday, May 23rd, from 9 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. If you guys want to come down and just thank the first responders for the great work they do, right? Uh, go down there. Uh, May 23rd, let's talk about the Lionsgate. What a great facility. It's like you're in a country club. It is like it's a country club. That's it. That's exactly what I thought when I walked through the doors. They have they have a pool. They have a bar. <laughs> well, retirement facility has a bar. It's I mean, like being on a cruise ship. Trying to get the, <laughs> yeah. I have residents come up to me all the time. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm on a cruise. You guys have you have, you guys have chef tables and demonstrations and different things on the menu. It's it's fun. That is amazing. And they did it last year, right? Yes. How did it go last? Year? It went very well last year. We did red, white, and blue pancakes. The same thing that we're going to be featuring this year, but. They loved it. Um, the residents got to meet the people that protect our community. So Isn't that nice? It's a great event. Because a lot of people take them for granted. You know what I mean? You're in an emergency, and they come, and they help you, and they put their lives on the line. But no one really ever takes time out to thank them. Right. So if you guys want to come and say thank you to the people who are keeping you safe and get very little recognition for doing it, uh, the first responders, EMTs, police, firefighters, and military Go down to Lionsgate, Thursday, May 23rd, 9 to 1130, 1110 Laurel Oaks Road in Voorhees, New Jersey. 
let's talk about these dogs. Okay. That's it. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> uh, how does the uh, train, they're trained canines. Absolutely. So how do they participate in the event? Well. They don't cook, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. Uh, we don't know that for sure. Well, they're not coming in my kitchen. <laughs> no, but how, how did it work out with the dogs last year? Um, they just kind of stayed outside. We went out and petted them. And, Isn't that nice? Yeah. And these are trained yes. canines. Yes. And you will have a special dish. Yes, I will have a banana peanut butter pancake for them. Oh, wow. And me and our dining room manager, Kayla, she will be helping me make dog biscuits for them for their little doggy bag to take back with them to the police station. So they can thank the first responders and see one of the heroes, canine heroes. Right. They save a lot of lives also. Right. That's fantastic. I'm so excited. John, what do you think? Is a celebrity such as John allowed to show up for this event? <laughs> no, I'm thinking that's where I want to retire because I heard bar. Yeah. I heard chef table. I'm thinking if I actually live long enough to retire, and that's kind of 50-50. Let's be honest. Everybody sees how I eat. If I actually make it to like, when do you retire now? I don't even know. 65, 75? I mean, I don't, people are like, do you have a retirement fund? I'm like, no. How long do you think I'm going to live living on pork or leg and cheese? But but, but, you know. Now, we have a real chef in the room, John, and I just want to let you know, if you saw John's diet, you would be appalled. I'm sure if you saw my diet, you'd be appalled. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not the chefs that are appalled. It's usually my cardiologist. <laughs> so, anyway, tell us about the food at the uh, Lions Gate. Well, we are kosher, so there's no cheeseburgers, no cheesesteaks, no bacon, no pork loin. Right. Um, but we do have prime rib, which is... Not typical for a retirement community. How about that? Yes, it's you could awesome. pull out beef bacon if you wanted to, right? Yeah, but it's, a, it's not the same. Yeah. I know. I used to have a T-shirt that said "Turkey bacon is neither." <laughs> <laughs> so we we do have turkey bacon too, but it's just uh, it's it's a challenge because the things that you're used to cooking and the things that you're used to using for different dishes, you have to change your thinking. You have to change your style. Just you have a to, small adjustment. It's an adjustment. Yeah, it's 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 not small. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. Well, you, one of my longtime uh, friends on social media, listener to a bunch of shows, uh, she's on Twitter at Blonde Ambition, and she talks about this all the time. Bacon is the duct tape of food. <laughs> right. It fixes everything. It, it makes everything work. In a lot of cases, it makes everything work better. So when you're sort of uh, no bacon, no this, no that, all of a sudden. You know, that's why there's a real chef instead of just a cook, because that's the difference between a chef and a cook, right? Right. A cook, you take the bacon away from him and her and they're out. They're like, thanks, you know, I'm done playing. But a chef has the sort of training, experience, knowledge uh, to work around that. Okay. We're here with Chef <laughs> Shannon Johnson. That's a name that you earn, Chef. Yes. And... uh we're talking about the great event, uh, first responders, EMTs, police, firefighters, and military. If you want to come out and say thank you for their service, come on down to the Lionsgate, 1110 Laurel Oak Road in Voorhees, New Jersey, Thursday, May 23rd, 9 to 1130 a.m., and you can say thank you personally to a uh, first responder. And uh, are you going to make a bone mold for the pancakes? Are they yes, going to be the molded <laughs> in bone? Yes, the banana peanut butter pancake will be in the shape of a bone. <laughs> so. Now, are the people that come down there to thank the first responders, are they allowed to, you know, just look at the dogs? Or what are the dogs? They just kind of hang out? I think they're, yeah, the dogs are just kind of hanging oh, out. Oh, cool. 
That's nice, but they get to see them, which of is course, something yeah. you don't normally get to do. Yeah, they're usually in, cooped up in the back of the car, so let's get them out and walking around. Right. So what about Lionsgate? This is an upscale retirement community. It's it's almost as if you hit the lottery and you went <laughs> and you're in luxury. Prime rib alone, I'm going. <laughs> Imagine you retire at the prime rib bar in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So tell us about the you know your everyday routine. What do you what do you guys uh, serve? What is your most popular dish, etc. Mm, our most popular dish is probably brisket. Nice. It's, it's definitely a typical Jewish dish. Right. Um, I so, don't. So you might be seeing me sneak in on brisket night. <laughs> <laughs> I love brisket. I Friday love Friday nights. <laughs> <laughs> so Thursday, May twenty third, nine to eleven thirty a.m. Lionsgate, eleven ten Laurel Oak Road in Voorhees, New Jersey. You can come down. You can say thank you to a first responder. EMT, police, firefighters, and military. We're here with sh- a chef, Shannon Johnson, probably the most skilled chef that you're going to find, and she's in our studio. <laughs> uh, she's here talking I have about mad, That was the point I was making earlier. I have mad respect for chefs that will yeah. take certain things out of the mix. Yeah. Um, I tease around with Chef Christina a lot from the show that's right after our Small Bite. She's a vegan chef. Uh, I tease her a lot. She's a great, great person, great chef. That's not easy. I mean, you know, she's taking out dairy. She's taking out meat. I mean, basically, uh, you know, I've got like a, I got like a baked bean recipe that I can't even use for that uh. because it's got, you know, a huge chunk of pork belly in it. <laughs> so I have a lot of respect for people that cook with, you know, restrictions. Now, I understand some are religious, some are whatever, but uh, that's not easy. That yeah. is really not easy. Yeah. And, uh, you're going to be making pancakes in the in the shape of a bone for right. the dog, so that's pretty fun. And uh, tell us more about the event. Uh, how was it last year? Like, how did it go? It went over well. Um, I mean, the team that I have over at Lionsgate, my operations manager Nadine, and um, our general manager Vernity, and she, they really helped me out with, you know, marketing things and making sure that the residents are getting what they need. Um, so this event is definitely going to be set off because. I have a great team in the dining department. Okay, what about the Chef Series? Let's talk about that. The Chef Series. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well rehearsed. Go ahead. <laughs> We're just kind of promoting the different things that we uh, provide at Lionsgate. Um, it's gonna we're gonna have wine flights and oh, wow. wine tastings, when wine is, pairing. Is this on the event? Uh, when is this? <laughs> it's 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 coming up in the next couple of months. That's beautiful. Yeah, That's so com- we're coming up with the menu with that. Um, it's it's a big undertaking because you know you can't mix the meat and dairy. So yeah, sure. Yeah, where you'd like a nice glass of uh, Pinot. Um, with certain things you just can't do it but even the wine has to be kosher so we have to go through a checklist of what wines we can pick up and nice and there's such a big stuff going on at the lions game it's huge and uh this event is thursday may 23rd 9 to 11 30 a.m lions gate located at 1110 laurel oak road in Voorhees, new jersey right if you guys want to come down you want to thank your first responders they deserve all the credit in the world. They're brave people. They're saving your lives every day and ver- barely get recognized. This is the event to do it. You can all come down, say thank you uh, to these great men and women. Yep. Right? So 
Well, think about that, especially first responders. Every day they go to work is somebody else's bad day. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean. That, that's that's really really tough. Every day is somebody else's bad day. Uh, I learned that from a friend of mine who works with uh, PBA in uh, Philadelphia area. That that's sort of the situation. If you're a firefighter, if you're an emergency responder of any sort, um, every day is yeah. somebody's bad day because nobody's calling the cops because everything is so wonderful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, nobody's calling for an ambulance ride to the hospital because I'm just so full and so happy. And you know what I mean? And They're- I totally understand because a first responder, if you read my book, Table for One at Barnes & Noble, <laughs> you will see that I had to be taken out. I was in uh, on life support. Oh, wow. Uh, I had a heart failure in 2004. Four, mm-hmm. and I was saved by a first responder. They got there quick enough, and they got me to the hospital. I lived with a trach for nine months, but thank God, you know, for the uh, first responder. Right. Okay, let's talk about. Um. So Lionsgate, we serve about four hundred residents every Whoa. day. <laughs> that really is a cruise <laughs> that ship. That is That's a talent. I tell you, this place is huge. It's huge. Um. You know, <laughs> feel free to come in, take a tour, tell your grandma about it. Oh, it's a great place to be. <laughs> So the potential residents can come down there. They can Absolutely. take a tour. Absolutely. It's huge. There's so many different types of living. There's independent living. You can live in a cottage. Nice. You can. We have assisted living. That's we terrific. have skilled nursing. So, My wife would be trying to leave me there on the tour now. <laughs> Do you have any early entries? Because, you know, I'd really like to just get home. <laughs> but uh, Lionsgate is a beautiful facility. But you're saying the potential residents... Can come down. They can take a tour of the facility. Right. Uh, they can see the beautiful, uh, the great kitchen. Uh, you'll be seeing me in disguise come on brisket night. Yes. <laughs> Picture you have the big long white beard. <laughs> and uh, no, and no, dude, goes an old lady. No one would ever <laughs> guess he was Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> wow. How did Chef Shannon be like, Kev? Come on, man. Why is it gonna be this way? I Here, just, just take the box. Just, right, right, just the take box. the whole box. I just need a biscuit and a brisket <laughs> for <laughs> But our special guest uh, is Chef Shannon Johnson. She is the chef, executive chef, executive at the most beautiful facility you can think of. It's Lionsgate, eleven ten Laurel Oak Road in Voorhees, New Jersey. This Thursday, you can got, uh, come down and thank a first responder. My, me personally, I, my life was saved by a first responder. EMTs, police, firefighters, and military. Thursday, May 23rd, 9 to 11.30 a.m., Lionsgate, 1110 Laurel Oak Road in Voorhees. We are excited about this event, and you guys can come down and just say thank you. Because, you know, they, like John said, they are the bravest men and women we have. So we need someone to come down and say thank you. Chef Shannon, I uh, want to thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. This was great. Wasn't it fun, though? Yes. We were like, <laughs> it's going to be fun. She's like, no, it's not. Yes, this is great. <laughs> We love it. <laughs> oh, thank you so she much. She probably heard the show before. That's why she assumed <laughs> it wouldn't be fun. But we want to thank you guys for coming down. We want to uh, encourage our listeners to go down and say thank you to a first responder. Thank you. Thank Chef. you. Thank you, Chef. Right? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, guys. Today is our South Philly Smackdown. Basically, uh, we have gone through the entire neighborhood of South Philly. We've deeply analyzed it. Uh, and we've given you the best tips on where to eat in South Philly. We have? Really? Yeah. Okay. Sure, we'll uh, go with that, man. Right now, Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> right now, Facebook.com forward slash Dining on a Dime 1 forward slash. We'll give you our photos for the South Philly 
And uh, that's the SmackDown. Uh, I have the photos on Facebook.com uh, forward slash Dining on Dime 1 forward slash. Uh, before we introduce our special guest. Hold on a second. Before we get into Philly and we get into our special guest. Yeah, we don't know how special he is yet. Now we'll, we'll see. No, <laughs> I'm just not saying. There's a couple of real quick Jersey things I kind of want to get out of the way. Because yeah, sure. I really want to spend this. I really want to spend the show where it belongs in okay. South Philly. Good. But we've had a couple little things pop up. Yes. That are pretty important. So Absolutely. I'm just throwing them out real quick. One is, uh, everybody knows Jersey, or they should know, particularly North Jersey, big-time hot dog territory. More than New York and their Dirty Water Dogs, more than Chicago and their Salad Bar on a Bun Dogs. New Jersey is where real proper hot dogs are made, cooked, and sold in frightening amounts. Uh, New Jersey has a hot dog ambassador. People might not realize that. He's a gentleman by the name of John Fox. Nice. You can find him on Facebook. And he and another gentleman have a group called Hot Dog Nation. Uh, thousands of people on Facebook get together, exchange pictures, whatever. Uh, the 16th annual New Jersey Hot Dog Tour will be out there. These guys rent motor coaches, and they hit a ton of these shops. This is going to be August 24th. They will be releasing the itinerary later. Um, but I would suggest they've already got like a full concert bus full already. Nice. I don't know how many of these things are going to rent. I would strongly suggest, if this sounds like something you want to do, a day of hot dogs, you know, maybe beer, something like that, Some, um, I would suggest you either contact a gentleman by the name of Erwin Benz or Ambassador John Fox himself and say, hey, look, you know, we've kind of got this thing going and, you know, I heard about it on the show. And we'd like to get them on the air. Um, we'd like, you know, we'd like on the show. At some point, we'd Absolutely. like to get Ambassador Fox on the air. Talk about hot dogs. We had Peach and Avis on. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have uh, my friend Ira from Moondog Grill on later. Uh, we'll eventually have Maui from Maui Dogs on. If right. I can ever pry him out of Wildwood. Which I love his shirt that you're wearing. Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw a picture of it on uh, social media, on Twitter. I am wearing a Maui Dogs shirt That's a from... Last year, when I was fortunate enough to be one of the judges, one of the field judges with Pete right. Genovese for New Jersey's Best Hot Dog, nice. we went down to Maui. Um, Maui's, of the places we reviewed for finalists, Maui's was my favorite. Uh, there's no, I didn't make any kind of bones about it. Nice. He does a dog called Better Call Saul. Uh, which is all the things I love in life. There's hoagie spread on this dog. It's spicy. It's delicious. Um, so, you know, check that out. The other thing I wanted to mention really quickly, and this is almost the flip side of this, is South Jersey's Food Bank. Absolutely. Um, you, we're going to put out their information on social media. You can click the links. The Food Bank of South Jersey does a really, really, really good job. Uh, we were fortunate enough they invited us over to their uh, Hunger Games event. Uh, Tony Luke was a judge. Uh, Philly Grubb, Marilyn Johnson was a judge. Um, Tammy Pellino from the Courier Post was a judge. They did an amazing job. They invite people over from various care centers, cooking teams. They take a basket of ingredients. Everybody gets the same basket. And out they go to cook stuff. And I got to tell you, it's a blast. And every food bank needs help. I don't care yeah. who you are, where you are. Every food bank needs some help. So if you've got a couple extra bucks... Buy some food and drop it off at the food bank. It's on John Tipton Parkway in Pensauken, I believe. Nice. It's easy to find on social media. Uh, there are ways to get involved. Go look at Food Bank South Jersey on any social media 
And it's and, so important. And you can find and you can find the stuff. And it's it's important. I know people are like, Jay Cole, why are you talking about this? You know, we're always waiting for you to give somebody a shot or something. Uh, we will in a minute. Trust me. We'll, we'll get to all that. But sometimes maybe it's a little bit of Matt from NJ Penn being here yeah. last week. But, you know, we want to try to expand a little bit, get a little bit serious stuff out there because people are relying on yeah. us for stuff. That's true. And uh, so, you know, definitely check out that hot dog thing. That's on the fun side. On the helping other side, there's absolutely uh, food mega South Jersey can use your help. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, they got a ton of food. I don't care if they have a thousand cans of food. There's a thousand and one people that need food. Right. There's always more hungry people. And they're I'm, fighting hunger yearly. Yearly. All year round. Every day. You know, this isn't a thing where, you know, I love my wife. Christmas time, she'll run over and bring over a big old bag of stuff or yeah. Thanksgiving. And that's great. But every single day of the year, people need food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thanksgiving is great. Christmas job. day is great. What about the day after that? Yeah. I read somewhere that there's this tremendous drop off between Christmas time and the first of the year in donations. I get it. You know, people are broke. You know, they've shot the shot or whatever. Just keep in mind, these people really need your help. Particularly, let's be honest, Philadelphia, North Jersey, Central Jersey, they have more people with more money, bigger yeah. population. South Jersey, we're getting better, but we still got a lot of people who are unemployed, underemployed, um, bouncing back from various situations, Hurricane Sandy, whatever. They can really use that help. They can really use those meals. You know, I talk to people. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, and tell me. I live paycheck to paycheck, and thank God for that box from the food bank. Yes. You know, I got five kids. I'm a single parent. You know, I'm working as many shifts over at Target or whatever as I can, but, yeah. you know. No, it's very true, and it's so important to help the South Jersey uh, food bank. They do a great job. They just hosted the Hunger Games yeah. At a competition with the corporations, a food competition judged by Tony Luke and Philly Grubb, and uh, that brought a lot of they money. They kind of had me there as their roving reporter, which yeah. was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. It was just me and my phone, and we talked to Haley. She set us up. Thank you, Haley. Uh, we're going to have some people from the food bank here a little bit later. Right. Oh, they're definitely coming on the show. I've been in communication. You know, and yeah. last thing connected to the food bank is Main Street in Morristown. Good buddy of mine owns a Philly pretzel factory over there. He also owns a pizza shop in Delran in South Jersey. Uh, he takes collections for these things. You know, maybe you don't feel like going all the way over there. Yeah. Um, I'm on Main Street in Morristown almost every day. I nice. have an office right off of Main Street that I work out of quite a bit. Um, Ralph's uh, is another corner store on Main Street. There are places, there are ways, my point here is there are ways to help these people. Right. You know, oh, I can't get all the way to the food bank. Yeah, but somebody else can. Right. You know, your local shop, right? I'm pretty sure, you know, you can buy some food and shoot it over to there. And it's a nice example to set for your kids that, yes. you know, you're giving back to someone. You know what I mean? And, and you're now helping. The, get, get rid of the soapbox because mm. we want to do our South Philly Smackdown. Well, we, we've got I, a guest I, in the audience. Before in, in we studio. introduce our superstar guest who I think has the best meatball sandwich in South Philly. He came with a lawyer or something. Did <laughs> you see that? A lawyer, but, like a bodyguard out be, there. Before we introduce him, I just want to give a shout out to the Bucks. County Food and Wine Festival yesterday. Oh, absolutely. People are talking about that constantly. Well, here's the thing. I was a social butterfly, <laughs> and I was talking to everybody at the event, and almost everybody I talked to said, I hope this is annual. Yeah, is our buddy John Appetit was up there? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. 
nothing but food and drink for five hours or six hours. Uh, entertainment on the stage. But let me tell you, th- Mark. And parking. Let's be honest. We're going to talk about South yeah. Philly today. So many people mm-hmm. in South Philly don't know what I mean by the word. They're like parking. But the event, uh, the event I attended yesterday, the Bucks County Food and Wine Festival, is probably the best event I've attended. And. Uh, Mark Murphy, who is you guys can see on Chopped, he's one of the judges. He's yeah, a landmark restaurant. Landmark in, uh, restaurant. That's the name of it, Landmark uh, in New York City. He was so awesome. He was standing in the crowd, you know, on the uh, on the food floor, the, the you know, mm-hmm. just chatting with people. <laughs> he was just such a super guy. I kind of felt bad for him. Everyone wants a photograph. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the nicest guy. And then they have entertainment also. So everybody I talked to yesterday was, I hope this is an annual event because it was so awesome. All the food and drink, wine all over the place. And it, 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 it is sounds inc- wonderful. Yeah, it's included in your ticket, which is great. Oh, I can't so you purchase a ticket to the uh, Bucks County Food and Wine Festival, and you get all those uh, perks. Here's the thing, John. I'm a fan of Bucks County. I enjoy it. I love that out there. There's two restaurants in Bucks County that I really enjoy. One's called the Steam Pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bar out, out in there. And, I heard and, of it. Yeah, I've never yeah. been there. Everybody that is anybody was represented as far as the food. And what you do is you kind of go table to table and you just grab a plate, uh, you know, the sampling of the plate, and you can have unlimited. All I did for 12 to 6 was eat. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> and I had to find a different table so I could, you know, stand at the table and eat. <laughs> and I was chatting with everybody, and they're like, who is this guy? <laughs> and uh, you know, these people out there who don't know who you are. <laughs> don't you have a book out that they can get at Barnes and Noble? But the funny part was, everybody uh, said the same thing. I hope this is yearly because it was such a well organized event. The entertainment was great. Mark Murphy was competing against another great chef, you know, and they were getting judged by. Oh, it was great. It was just a fun time. So we're hoping that happens again. Uh, secondly, I was uh, honored to be invited to the grand opening of the Uptown Beer Garden, uh, which is oh, on... Was it Thursday? Wednesday? Thursday? That was, yeah, and that was a great time. And and the funny part was, they gave us samplings of food, which I loved, but then, you know, l- the last sampling we got was uh, the burger. I will be there this week <laughs> to get another burger, because the <laughs> burger, it was, it really kind of smacks you in the face. Okay. Our special guest this week. The no drum roll or something? Because the bodyguard's out there giving us the mean mug. The kitchen king of Grumpy's <laughs> Tavern at 9th and Tasker. Uh, 9th and Cross. 9th, 9th and right Cross. Off of right off of Tasker, 9th and Cross. Sean Justice, welcome to the show. Thank you. Pleasure. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's two chefs we have on one real, show. real people. Usually it's uh, just like chuckleheads and jugglers <laughs> in here, but there are two real yeah. chefs this week. Uh, Sean, let, let's talk about Grumpy's Tavern. It was written up in the Philadelphia Inquirer uh, by one of the staff writers. Uh, Grumpy's Tavern is authentic South Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reporter for the Inquirer, uh, one of, I forget who it is, but she said, it is all South Philly in Grumpy Tavern. old school. Old school. Feels like 1980. I thought Ronald Reagan was president when I was there. But everybody loves coming. They love it. Mm. And what I love about Grumpy's Tavern is the food. <laughs> that meatball sandwich is great. You cook it handmade. You can tell those meatballs are homemade. Thank you. Thank you. And t- tell us about the menu. Tell us about Grumpy's. Oh, uh, well, um, I keep a small menu printed on the bar. You know, nice. burgers, cutlets, uh, steaks. Yeah. 
mozzarella sticks on your rings. Basic yeah. quick bar food when you're out and having a good time. Yeah, maybe you get a little too drunk. You need to sober up a little bit. They come <laughs> see me. They walk to the back. Sean, take care of me. I'm like, all right, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> but, I hear you. But also there's like... I've had so many like different menus over the last couple years too. Right. So there's stuff I don't even like have on the menu menu, but someone that's been ordering it for the last four years. Nice, like, Sean. Can I get? Th- of course you can get it. Of Absolutely. course I'm not going to say no. You're a flexible kitchen. Yeah, all the time. More people has come back. I want this, this, and this, and this. Just put it together. Okay, my, sure. My Whatever thing is, want. is how can the kitchen not have how the meatball sandwich has to be the most popular because that was amazing. You know what it is. What's it's, the most popular thing? Sean? You know what? It's really hard to say. It's because any day could be. I could sell, I could sell, you know, two burgers, or then I can go three days without selling a burger, and then another day I sell twelve burgers. There's uh-huh. no, there's no rhyme or reason there for the food. It's just, it's really, it's like some days Monday I'll be really, really super busy, and then right. Saturday the bar's filled, but nobody's ordering food, you know, because they're just out for the Saturday night. They already went to dinner. Right. It's you know, it's more of like a, I guess, a gamble every day. I'll tell you what, you walk into Grumpy's Tavern, Ninth and Cross, yeah. which is right off of Tasker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you feel like you're in a 1980s South Philly, you know, it's, it's uh, authentic. No, I love it there. And uh, I had such a great time. Yeah. I ordered my meatball sandwich. No one knew who I was. And mm-hmm. I was just sitting up there chatting with the bartender. He was a great guy. Get uh, out of town. You can't walk into a place that has food and not people not know who you yeah, are. Yeah, right. And then uh, the guys on each side of me were chatting with me. And it was just a friendly atmosphere. I really enjoyed it. Well, it's a neighborhood bar, too. That's the other thing. Right. It's like nine times out of ten, anybody walking in that door you either met before or has sat and had a drink with them. Yeah. I've never been down there, but they were talking to me as if they knew me forever. That's how it is there. Yeah, I really was there a couple of years ago with uh, Neshaminy Creek Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Had an event there, and they were putting their Croydon Cream Ale on tap. I was there with a couple of friends. Food was great. The vibe was great. It was one of the first places that uh, NCBC got into. They wanted to be into neighborhood bars long before. Yeah, I mean, financially, everybody wants to be at, like, you know, 500 Applebee's nationwide or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But for the sake of credibility, the folks over at Neshaminy Creek wanted to be in those local bars. Right. And Grumpy's was, I think, in that first clutch of, we'll say. I remember the Croydon Cream Ale. Yeah. I like, remember when it was there. There's like 20, 30 bars that, you know, these are places where real people hang out. Real people drink, people that have been brought up on a rock and a shot, people that have been brought up on Yingling. Uh, you know, they wanted that beer, you know, they also, wanted that beer in that neighborhood. Also, it's a big industry bar, too. So, like, after 10, 30, 11 at night, all the people, all oh, the, the, industry all the servers, yeah. nice. they all start rolling in and everybody knows everybody. And that's the place to go, yeah. too, because Grumpy's, I had a great time. I was waiting on my meatball sandwich. Everybody was talking to me as if I was <laughs> in there every day. It was great. I loved it. Authentic South Philly design. So, oh, yeah. have, you done, have you taken this meatball into the... Uh, um, the meatball competition? No, I have not. Maybe, well, you know, maybe that's something you ought to think about because they had a lot of drama over the vegan meatball, this meatball, <laughs> that meatball. Uh, comments were made. You know, there's no way a vegan meatball is winning the South Philly meatball competition. Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, Grumpy's is a real deal meatball. Well, I'll tell you, South me and Philly. We talked about it, posers before. We yeah, talked we, about people uh, who pose. I don't. Uh, there Grumpy's are is a real people deal. doing meatballs, and they're like, "Oh, it's like my grandmother's recipe." Really? Who who is this grandma? Because she's, <laughs> she shouldn't have been allowed in the kitchen. <laughs> I had someone tell me one time, this is my grandfather's recipe. I said, unless your grandfather's chef boy R.D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is not Just your grandfather. it's old doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> okay, we're, Sean, today we're going to do a South Philly Smackdown. All right. Basically, me and John are going to tell the listeners our favorite spots in South Philly. 
Uh, unfortunately, we're going until six fifteen. I so sure have, hope one of those favorite spaces is going to be grumpy oh, because yeah. you've got him. I already, here. I already wrote him down, but I figured he's here, so <laughs> he can tell you. Uh, do you guys have anything coming up at Grumpy's before we move on? Is there any events? Any? Uh, uh, no, no events. Just uh, we want everybody to go down to Ninth and Cross. Yeah, and we just definitely throw out. Somebody walks in. Oh, social media. Too. Throw out their social media yeah. tags if they have any. But absolutely. As the chef, what would you recommend someone, pretend it's not me, that right. hasn't eaten every place way too many times, which <laughs> is why I could barely fit in a chair. Um, someone comes in. Mm-hmm. What would you, you know, maybe this is their first time. First maybe they time. came with a friend. You know, maybe their job transferred them to the city. And right. now they're, what would you suggest they get? What's your number one, your go-to? Yeah, what would you get if you were a customer? Burger. Oh, oh burger. Wow. There you go. See, now burger. Now I'm upset because I wanted to get the burger or the meatball, and I see homemade meatball. I said I chose the meatball. Well, so I'm pretty sure they're not closing. I'm pretty sure you can <laughs> run on back and get a I burger. I'm back. there every day but Sunday. Ah, that's great. You could oh, probably really? run and get the burger. I was going to say. Sean don't mess around. He's working well, six days. I was going to say, you live Five in Philly. Nice. And then on Saturday, I go in early. That's when you showed up. Yeah, that's great. I showed up on Saturday. Oh, so see, dude, tomorrow, get up, get out of bed, brush your hair, and go I'll tell you what, the bar. I will, because I'm, 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 uh, next I love week will a be a day burger. drinking special. <laughs> no, seriously, I love a good burger, and I'm a very happy man when I get a good burger, so I will be back. Um, let's start our South Philly SmackDown, and we're me and John are just going to bounce back and forth. If you know the restaurant, join it. Okay. Oh, yeah, especially, yeah. you know, like you talked about. Grumpy's an industry bar. Chances are you see a lot of these yeah. people. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there's just certainly chime in if you've yeah, got Yeah, absolutely. Something. Chime in if you know the place. All right. My first pick. Uh, this is a, a, a kind of a hidden gem. Uh, they do a family-style meal every Sunday. It's located at 746 South 6th Street. It is called the Little Fish. Little Fish. You know why I love you using the term hidden gem? Little known fact. People hate that term. A lot of people hate that term, <laughs> particularly John Howard Fosco, <laughs> your fellow author, right, who is right. a contributor to the show right after yeah, this he's, one. He's on Small Bites. John, that's hidden with two Ds. Yes. Gem. Yes, and we're going to keep using it. <laughs> we're going to keep using that term. So anyway, the Little Fish, 746 South 6th Street. If you're a seafood lover, I could not recommend a better spot. Chef Ayun, I believe, he cooks uh, a family-style meal every Sunday. Uh, and it's I, I'll give I'm me an get over there. I, Sounds tell, good. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I had a uh, sea bass on top of grits. The grits, uh, baking grits. All right, now you're talking dirty. Baking grits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baking grits. Though. Those baking grits, Sean. Oh my goodness, they were terrific. And and that's the kind of food you're getting there. John Cole, South Philly's back there. Well, you know what? Um, seeing as how I'm doing the show, I'm pretty much a Jersey guy. I'm doing the show with somebody who lives in the city. I figure I better come out <laughs> swinging. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Riffing on uh, Grumpy's being right off of Tasker, I will come out swinging with Franco Luigi's, there 13th yeah. and Tasker. Love him. Um, he's been called the king of pizza by a bunch of people from the South best Philly. pork pizza. Wow. Yeah, he does pork, a pork Rob, pizza. Char. Oh, my God. Yeah. He does a pork pizza that's delicious. He does, I understand, up in Connecticut, Yale, Hogwarts, somewhere far away, college town, they do like a clam casino pizza or whatever. No, no, no. You want clams on a pizza, go to Franco and Luigi's. Their dining room will be open, I think, two, three months maybe. It should be open by the end of the summer. I'm not sure. I, I always get delivery. Uh, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, you know, I me, really I'm, I'm in. I get my pizza. I talk. I'm out. I don't, right. you know. <laughs> my truck has seen me eat more food than is probably safe. <laughs> but um, 
there's a reason why he's called the king of pizza. They have been in business since I think like 82 maybe. And he's been in the business since before that. His family had a joint before that. And he is right on the corner of 13th and Tasker. There is no miss in this place. Uh, I would call ahead to see what pizzas he's got on deck that day. Nice. Because he has the usual, but, you know, different moods strike him, different seasons strike him, and he decides to throw and something we, out there. we had mentioned that Franco Luigi's is so good, mm-hmm. yet not many people give them a lot of press. No, you know they I mean? really and, don't. And it's interesting. My second pick is hidden gem for your Italian lovers. Italian food, if you like Italian restaurants, uh, La Nona. Not, now, let me spell L-A-N-O-N-A. It's at 214 South Street. So if you're in South Street area and you want to get a good Italian dinner, La Nona. You guys might remember them as me and Mo. That was their original incarnation. Uh, La Nona is an evolution of that. Okay. And La Nona is more focused on uh, Italian family-style meals. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. La Nona, if you're an Italian lo- uh, food lover... Uh, Lenona is a nice spot. 214 South Street is Lenona. So uh, Lenona is not much. Little Nana's is up on uh, Spruce. They are popular. But Lenona is a hidden gem. Italian restaurant, 214 South Street. John, go ahead. Well, you know what? A lot of times we don't like to talk about places everybody else talks about. Right. That's what we're trying to do. But in some cases, there's a reason that you do that. And that's Villa de Roma. Oh, yeah. On the, it, I mean, it's hard oh, yeah. not to talk about them. No, you have yeah. to mention Because, it, I mean, it, look, they're way over right. with the South Philly crowd. Oh, I don't sure. have to really say anything. There are people that swear by Villa de Roma. There are people that they don't even cook anymore for the holidays. They just check, get a table, you know, put on a, a, my my old man and say, oh, I got to put on a grown-up <laughs> shirt and shoes right. and go over there. Um, I've eaten there several times. Service is great place is not only clean, but it's about as quintessential as 70s South Philly as you can get. Nice. And I've never had anything off that menu that's bad, including, you know, my sister-in-law saying, try a piece of this. My brother-in-law throwing some eggplant on my plate. You know I can be particular about eggplant. Yeah. We've had issues yeah. before <laughs> with supposed Italian places uh, <laughs> serving me eggplant that's both burned and frozen on right, the inside. Exactly. That, uh, yeah. that is not the case at Villa de Roma. Villa de Roma, um, you know, they grab those, um, those eggplants right from that market in front of Esposito's. They yeah. get the meat from it, and, and they're good to go. And the food is delicious. And I'm so happy you mentioned them because if you go to wildfireradio.com, look up Dining on a Dime. All of our shows are, li- are, are on that website. And you can listen to episode 12. Where our special guest was the great Craig Laban. And he was on here, and that is the restaurant he talked about, Villa de Roma, uh, wildfireradio.com, or iTunes and Google Play. And listen well, to episode 12. That's why I want to stress this out, because I don't want people to think, oh, well, you said that you were going to give us hidden gems, and you give us Villa de Roma. Right. There's no, there's, that gem isn't hidden. Right, that's, exactly. that's like the obnoxious girl's engagement ring. You know what I mean? <laughs> she looks like the Green Lantern. It's like nine <laughs> carrots, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, the mobbed up boyfriend that put somebody in the ground to afford this thing. Um, but there's a reason. There's right. a place I'm going to mention in a little while. 
Same thing. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there will be a couple places today I mentioned that aren't hidden gems. Right. But there's a reason for them. How long has Villa de Roma been in business? Right. How long has Franco Luigi's been in business? Um, I, there's a reason people keep going back to these right. places. You, We've talked about this, the food industry. Uh, our buddy Jim on uh, Foodable, uh, the podcast Chef AF, talked about this. People mm-hmm. get tired of places. They yeah. go, they go, they go. Right. You know, today I was at the Vincent Town Diner for breakfast for, uh, I ran into the owner who's the son of the owner. He was a little kid. I was a little kid when we used to be in this place. Now I'm fat. He's bald. We had a laugh. Um, yeah, literally I've been going to this place 40 plus years. Nice. So when people tell me, ah, I've been to Vincent Town Diner, I don't think it's that great. Well, that's fine. I know a lot more about food than you do, and I've been going there for four decades. So do me a favor. If you didn't like it, that's fine, but don't tell me the food's not good. Right. I mean, I've eaten everything on the menu three times (laughs) through. Right. My next pick, South Philly Smackdown Wildfire Radio. Here we go. My next pick is the Sidecar Bar and Grill, which is at 2201 Christian Street. Uh. I had an unbelievable breakfast. Uh, photos are on the Facebook.com forward slash Dining on the Dime 1. Every pick I'm giving you right now, uh, you can see the photo, Facebook.com forward slash Dining on the Dime 1 forward slash. And you'll see the photos of everything I'm talking about right now. Sidecar, I had the most amazing breakfast, but what stood out for me was the grits. I know you guys are saying, <laughs> he just talked about grits three times. I am a grit fan, been a grit fan for years. These were cheese grits, and it was delicious. Uh, another thing, guys, I want to let you know that we're available on iTunes and Google Play. Sean had told me when I met him today that you listen to us on Google Play. Yeah. Subscribe to the show on Google Play, and our show will be sent to you automatically mm-hmm. in your phone. I subscribe to Eric Bischoff's 83 Weeks podcast, <laughs> plus ours. Both times are giving us, uh, I get a notice. Uh, John, are you ready? Sure. Go ahead, John. I would have to say the next one, South Philly, South Philly is a rep for being Italian. Okay, that's great. But <laughs> there's a lot more than that in South Philly. And the first one I'm going to throw out there is a bar, Tap Room on 19th Street. Absolutely. Uh, founded mm-hmm. by Pete Fry and my buddy Mike, who we're going to talk about in a minute when I mention another one place that he's got going on. You know what? I'll mention both of these at once. Yeah, and then do you them do at too. once. Yeah. Um, and that's Mike, my buddy Mike Strauss, and that's um, Mike's Barbecue. Um, I love both them places. They're both, the places are great. You can look up their addresses. I mean, yeah, I think Mike's they're... Mike's Barbecue is delicious. Mike's Barbecue is really sort of, and I'm not disrespecting anyone else's right. barbecue in the city, Mike's really kind of laid the hammer down, yeah. especially in 2019. And you said the taproom invented the Burger Monday, didn't he? Wasn't he the innovator? You know what? He was the first person, and I'll say this, you know, maybe I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, I don't want to take credit from anyone else. Right. The first time I saw Burger Monday, hashtag Burger Monday, trending on Twitter in the Philadelphia area was when the taproom on 19th Street nice. did it. Mike hired a couple really good chefs right. to, dr- to kick off the taproom on 19th Street. And we've talked about this before. It's a bar, it's a beer, it's a burger. They mm. just go together. Yeah. Um, if you're a bar and you can't put together a decent burger, maybe skip the food. Exactly. That's why um, Sean's successful. You know what I mean? A burger. burger is easy to do and hard to do right. So Mike was one of these old school chefs that were like, make me a burger and let me see what you can do. Uh, their burger has placed really well in uh, Burger Bash, Philly's Burger Bash. Nice. I've been a judge a couple times. I've been a social media host for Restelli's a couple times. 
Um, their burgers at the tap room were as delicious as they've ever been. Nice. Mike kind of slid on down because he really wanted to do that barbecue thing. He had some of the best barbecue I ever tried when he was working out of a tent on Night Market, like 2016. Now, now his joint is open, and by 3, 4 o'clock every day, uh, he'll post that sold-out mm-hmm. sign. Nice. Uh, Tony Luke and I have held that sign up a lot. It's sort of almost like a, a badge of honor. To hold that sign up, you literally got the last whatever in the day. Uh, a lot of people, they think Tony Luke, they think cheesesteak, roast pork, whatever. Tony absolutely loves barbecue. Right. And he's had barbecue in Texas and California, Florida, all over the country, uh, traveling, doing shows. You know, he's got restaurants in Texas now. That barbecue Mike is doing is among the best he's ever tried. And myself as well. Uh, I agree. I, my guess is if Mike Strauss oh, opened a pizza shop. Been there? Oh, I went there the other week. It's and, not that um, far from him. He could no, walk I, there. I live, <laughs> I live right around the corner. From oh, how about that? Yeah, I live That's right awesome. around the corner. My neighbor cooks there. But um, I went there, and um, I wanted to go a little bit early before, because I hear they run out of food. Oh, yeah. So I went there like probably 15 minutes before they opened. Nice. I was the third person in line with my friend. How about that? And then with it, before the doors opened, 15 more people showed up right behind that? me. How about that? And then there's a guy outside selling um, ices, too. Yeah, that shows selling you that's Selling Italian ice as well. Oh, yeah, he's got good for the summer. That, and this yeah. is a guy who makes his own ice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, this isn't like Mike having like a Rita's push card out there. Or <laughs> nah. This is a guy that makes his own ice from traditional Italian ice recipes. And he pulls up his, it's a push cart. Uh, I'm not disrespecting the guy. Everybody knows I love street food. It's literally a push cart and an umbrella. Mm -hmm. And the guy's out there. Um, My suggestion would be check on social media. They let you know when, they let you know what's what. You know, people, I really love when they do the Filipino pork roll thing. Or pork belly, I'm sorry, pork Mm -hmm. belly thing. Follow them on social media. They tell you when that stuff is mm-hmm. out there. They don't hide it. You know, they let you know we're done. We'll see you Wednesday. We'll see you whenever. We're going right. to have ribs. We're going to do this and that. Uh, Mike's cooking barbecue over the years has been influenced by his trips to the Philippines, some of his other travels. Nice. It's really not like anything else that's going on right now in Philly. I mean, there's great barbecue in Philly. Right. I'm certainly not taking anything away from anybody. Right. But between what he did at the tap room, and what he did, I mean, he's two for two. Yeah. Um, my guess is if that guy opened a pizza joint, it would be great. If he opened an egg roll stand, it would be great. Yeah, and the burger at the tap room is excellent. Yeah, yeah. the burger at the tap room. Um, they I'm all did about the crab fries. Oh yeah, that's, there you that's go. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. I love crab yeah. fries, and what I really love to dip those crab fries in is their house whiz. Yes. He yes. does like no, a Cooper yeah. house whiz. It's so right. good. That is delicious. I uh, he actually had someone put it in a bigger bowl for me one time nice. because I'm trying to dip my burger in. <laughs> Right, and he's like, dude, you know, I, 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 this is my business, and so you know, of course, he sticks me in the corner so nobody sees me doing this. Well, I'm cutting the burger into little pieces. Finally, he gets me like a bowl. He makes his own whiz. That's great. Out of Cooper cheese, which anybody's had Cooper knows. I don't know if anything melts better than Cooper. Right. I mean, stuff melts as well, but mm-hmm. Cooper for like whiz, squeeze cheese, whatever you want to call it, uh, perfect. So nice. if you found. Better food in South Philly than those two places right. I just listened to. Come in next week and you can wear the headphones That's and you right. can do the show. <laughs> and uh, just so everyone knows, we're gonna go ping pong and back and forth with our South Philly great Philly, South Philly spots. I have twenty five of them because I used to <laughs> hang out in South Philly every day. Uh, but if I don't get to them all, just go to facebook.com forward slash dining on the dime one forward slash and you can actually see the photos. What I'm doing is I'm going through my notes and I'm trying to give you places that are not as popular. 
I got Lorenzo and Sons. They're pop- I'm skipping those. I'm trying to give you places that aren't popular. Dining on a dime at yahoo.com. If you're sitting at home going, hey, I got a great spot, <laughs> email us. All right, my next pick. Place blew me away with the burger. Uh, they do it half price. I'm going to guess you can go to their social media to find out. I, I think their half price burger is on Wednesdays. It's called Miles Table. 1620 South Street, 16th and South. Wow, you really are reaching deep. I have yeah, not heard of this That's place. what I'm saying. That's that, that's the purpose of this show, Sean. When I created the show, I said there's got to be somebody on there. My restaurant photo collection is 653 restaurants. I have a lot of places that people don't go to. John Cole had mentioned on the show before, and it's totally true. In my real life, every day, mm-hmm. I eat out at a different spot, but I'm not going to spend $30. Right. You know, I try to keep it at around 10 to 15 Philly is not that old show Rachel Ray had, like $40 yeah. a day. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. It was a great show. Yeah, it was a good Rachel, show. Rachel, I don't know if you've been to Philadelphia. Eating for $40 a yeah. day in Philadelphia, you really got to be like Sherlock Holmes level detective. Yeah. Because, <laughs> let's I, be honest. I'm, you walk into some place in Center City, 40 bucks is like a martini in parking. Yeah, yeah but I, I'm actually lucky because I, I do it on 15 bucks a day at the most. The, the most I ever spend in, on dinner is 15. I don't go beyond 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. And that's how I know all these places. But that pick I just gave you is Miles Table, 16th and so- 1620 South Street. The half price burger is, I believe, on Wednesdays. Uh, John, can I do one more real quick? Yeah, no, you? sure. Like I said, I kind of gave a double barreled shot there because yeah. you know, it's just, it's essentially the same guy. So. And we're going to do our picks till 10 after, and then we're going to spend five minutes telling you about some great stuff uh, that we have got coming up. Uh, my next pick is a place that if you work for the Philadelphia Phillies or you play for the Philadelphia Phillies, this is where they hang. It's called the Philadium, 1631 mm-hmm. Packer Avenue. I worked for the Phillies for eight years on the field security. I worked the 93 World Series. I don't drink, so it wasn't me, but all the uh, the people told me how great uh, you know it was to hang out at the Palladium after the games. But I did go there recently to eat, and the food is exceptional. Cheese steaks are delicious. Everything they have on that menu is really good. Uh, so that would be a good pick for people. So I gave you Miles Table, 1620 South. I gave you the Philadium, uh, John Cole. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll get this one out of the way, too, because I already got people adding me about this to Twitter DMing me. What? Yes. John's Roast Pork. I think it's on, what, Snyder? Yeah, but we're, we're purposely not we're per- I, I, We can't say this enough, and I realize that live versus download. Right. Well, I'm going to remind people of this one more time. Yeah, we're not. Yes, I know Gino's and Pat's and Tony Luke's, are there. obviously, you would I know yeah. that Tony Luke's is down there uh, better than most people I know Tony Luke's <laughs> is down there. Um, I know John's Roast Pork, yes. Other between... Tom, between the Knicks and John's best roast pork probably on the planet. Forget the city. But but we're not here. We're trying to kind of give you something that you're not going to get. options. Philadelphia Magazine, not disrespecting them, but those are the places they're going to cover. That's exactly. We're sort of trying to go out of the way a little bit. So I'm going to throw out South Philly barbacoa. Oh, tacos. Again, we've talked about everyone thinks South Philly, everyone thinks Italian food. That's a great thing. There's a ton of really good Italian food in South Philly. Um, but South Philly barbacoa, yeah. I don't know of anyone who's doing better tacos. That's a great pick. Um, there's a few places that the tacos are as good, like uh, Sancho Pistola. Um, but barbacoa, let's put it this way. If there was a title fight, 
or like the national rankings or whatever, mm-hmm. South Philly Barbecue would probably be at the top of that food chain. Yeah. Well, yeah. for tacos though, do you know about the taco truck on Seventh and what is it, Seventh and Tasker? The there you go. Truck. Tell us, John. No, no, go, go. Oh, no, no, no. It's a taco truck. They open about 4 p.m. and they're open till about 3 a.m. Nice. So when you walk out of the bar, maybe like because I close at one, so sometimes people get in a little too late. How about that? So what they're doing? Go to the taco truck, man. It's two blocks away. How about that? It's some of the best Mexican food you'll get. That's fantastic. That's and it's just and it's just a little truck. They have a giant like warehouse, like a little uh, garage with all their stuff. Because Taco Tuesday, as you know, is very popular, and uh, people uh, go nah, out but for that. You can't beat the taco truck at Seventh and Tasker. That's good to know. Yeah. That's great. That's actually a ex- late night eats. Great. That is fantastic. That's a great pick, Sean. That's that's my go-to. What's your go-to for the burger, Sean? For a burger, if I'm gonna go have a burger. Uh, <laughs> actually, I go to Vincenzo's right down the street from the bar. It's a little lunch. I just, I oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I uh, have been there. I like there. Okay, that's good. Yeah. My next pick, South Philly SmackDown, is a place that I enjoy. Uh, you got the Italian music playing in the background. Another place on South Street. I don't know why. I I have All a lot South of picks Street on South Street. <laughs> La Forno Ristorante Trattoria. We've talked about them before. 636 South Street. Very underrated. Got great food. They're underrated and understated. They're yes. not an in-your-face joint. I understand that corner where Gino's and Pat's is is like Vegas, right? right. Let's lights, be honest. Yeah. You know, the lights, you get the burning in the eyes. There's the hum. <laughs> I mean, I walk past Gino's and I, I, I mean, I love Gino Vento Jr. No offense. I love, I get a little cheesesteaks. But I walk past there, I feel like an alien's ready to beam me up, man, yeah. between the buzz. I can't imagine what his electric bill is. You're I'm, su- right. it is like I'm surprised the cheesesteaks aren't $31 a pop. I mean, <laughs> honest to God, I can't imagine. But but La Forna, I like it because uh, it's very nice. I like the Italian music feel. I love the menu. Very homely vibe there. Uh, the pizza is actually pretty good. I've often gone in there to get a soda and a, pizza, a slice of pizza. Good, John. This place might be more... We've talked about doing an East Pashunk Smackdown. And we'll probably do an East Pashunk Smackdown at some point. We're, oh, no, we're doing it in June. I already... Oh, I, you already booked I already it? Booked did we, did it. we set a date yeah. for that? Yeah, um, it's the second weekend of June. Small Bites had some people from East Pashunk on a few weeks ago. And yes, uh, I could throw a rock and hit eight places in East Pashunk. Yeah, absolutely. One place that you don't hear a lot of because... You know, East Pajunk has got, you know, Stogie Joe's. Which, oh, yeah. You know, Stogie, I, I, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit yeah. more. It's a place you don't hear a lot about, and it's Mr. Martino's Trattoria. Yes. Uh, weekends only. Uh, Mr. Martino, <laughs> you don't want to be working Monday through Friday. Is it Mr. Uh, Martino, him and his wife run the yeah. place, right? Yeah. Uh, it's cash only. Don't bother me with your plastic <laughs> credit cards or whatever. Uh, this is sort of, uh, I don't know. Uh, this is a kind of place with a weird menu, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you, you, most people, you think Italian and you're thinking what? Cutlets, eggplant parm, something like this. Uh, no, I go in there and I had a dish with like cannellini beans and octopus. Uh, they cook what they want to cook. They make yeah. what they want to make. Uh, it's gravy, not sauce, which is a big plus for me. When I hear a place call it sauce, I'm sure it's good, but I just know I'm not going to be going back there a hundred times. People know, especially when the weather gets nice, everybody's on East Passion Avenue. You know, it's super crowded. Um, if you get into, uh, you know, if you can get into this place... Yeah. Uh, get in there. Absolutely it's a real get homely, in there. Oh, home- here it is. It's 1646. I wanted to make sure I got the address right. Yeah, it's a real homely feel. His wife and him kind of run the whole place. My favorite thing there is the ravioli. 
Um, I get this all the time. I have certain places for certain things. Nice. And if I really want ravioli, just ravioli, red gravy, and maybe like a piece of bread. I forget where. I don't know if they get their bread from Sarcones, but that, 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 that's all I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe like a glass of beer and a little bit of quiet. Because let's be honest, be honest, it's not quite Vegas, but East Pasadena is like the boardwalk on Labor yeah. Day. Yeah. The weather gets nice. People are out with their dogs mm-hmm. and their bikes and all the fit people are flexing. And that's great for East Pasadena. But I yeah. just like to sit and be quiet and enjoy my meal. And I'm fine with it being cash. I know people are like, oh, I hate these cash places. Uh, I'll let you in on a little <laughs> secret. More places are going to be cash in the future yeah. than you think. That's mm-hmm. true. You guys who are so used to everything yeah. being, you know, ATMs and debit cards, right. and now they want to, like, wave their key and pay for their bill. Yeah. I'm going to let you know right now, five, ten years from now, there's going to be way more places just looking for CASH. And, and that's a great mm-hmm. point you made. Our show is meant to teach you about places that you don't know. I know people are going to be emailing us. Uh, we go out of our way not to mention the popular places because we're trying to teach you something, and uh, especially on our SmackDown shows. We're doing a show second weekend of uh, June that focuses on East Passion. That's why none of my places are on East Passion. Mm-hmm. I would have said Stogie Joe's probably first. Well, probably. <laughs> yeah. um, I sat with Sonny from Stogie Joe's a couple weeks yeah. ago on Small Bites, and we went through his menu, and his comment was, wow, you really do know our menu. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I've eaten there a whole bunch of times, yeah. my friend. And the great meatballs. But man. I thought even us, as careful attention to detail we are, we would miss Mr. Martinez. So... I'm like uh, that's a great pick. Uh, we might mix this, so yeah. I'm like I figure if I get it out now, you know, we'll probably reference it again in a few weeks yeah. when we do the East Passing Avenue. Yeah, we will. But it's super important. This place is, and I know. Well, it's not open all year. Well, so what? Then go yeah. eat on weekends. And it's a real homely. It's vibe. a real it's like eating in their place. In their, I don't uh, need a place to be the mall food court. It's like going to grandma's house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's exactly, exactly is. Right. It's gravy. It's whatever he made. Right. You know, if if people are like, oh, I like this, I like that. Well, you know what? Maybe the sardines didn't look that good yeah. this week, so he just didn't make yeah. them. Yeah. That's he has true. this great little sardine dishes. I think it's more like a special because it's never on the menu. But if you live in that neighborhood, you know what I'm talking about. Right. Sardine dish. Uh, pretty simple. It's like sardine, sardine olive oil, um, uh, some garlic. It's real simple, but it's delicious. Yeah, that's true. That great. bread, that's a- glass of beer. If that was my electric chair meal, uh, okay, uh, call <laughs> it right then that, and there. That's a great pick. But I'm going to give you guys a tip right now. See, like I told you, I try to live my everyday life in the $10 area, so I know all the spots. If you go to at Dining on a Dime 1 on Twitter, my latest article, I taught people where to find $4.50 hoagies in Center City, and that's been a huge hit. Uh, My spot that I'm going to claim, and even though I didn't, but I'm going to claim I found it, (laughs) it's called Honeybees. It's at 1034 Spruce Street. Oh, there you go. Here's what I did. I walked in. It's it's about the corner deli. I walk in there and I'm like, I'm very skeptical about chicken salad. I am very, I'm a, I'm a chicken <laughs> We've salad fan. We've talked about chicken salad <laughs> just, on this I show. I have a obsession with chicken salad. And before Kevin goes, I'm going to say this again. And every time we talk about chicken salad, I'm going to jump in here with this. Places, joints, delis, yeah. bars, I don't care who you are. Do not, and I mean this, absolutely do yeah. not give me your chicken from last week yeah. chopped up with onions and peppers and mayo. <laughs> yeah. no. Yesterday's chicken, last night's chicken, fine. Yeah. Last week's chicken, let's be honest, you yeah. throw that in the alley for the cats. And uh, we're going to go today. Sorry, go ahead, Kevin. We're, we're on today till <laughs> quarter after six, or 15 minutes later. 
So we're going to do our picks. We're going to ping pong back and forth till 10 after. Then we're going to give Sean some time to talk about Grumpy's, and we're going to close the show. Anyway, I went into Honeybee's Deli, 1034 Spruce Street. Very skeptical about chicken salad. My chicken salad, I'm very, you know, I don't like the white tub. We've mentioned this several times on the show. They let me sample it. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. I'm telling you, the chicken salad absolutely was picked fresh from a roasted chicken. Because I can tell you in a second, that white tub makes me sick, actually. (laughs) Uh, But that is fresh chicken salad that they have there. I'm going to do one more real quick. No, you're uh, right, though. That tub is inexcusable. Yeah, that's tub I'm is, sorry. In this day and age, I get it. Yeah. If you're a prison, if you're, you know, if you're institutionalized, a, if you're institutional, <laughs> it's great. But when you're in a place like Philadelphia where right. there's a ton of really good joints, yeah. mm-hmm. you're going to tell me you can't split and roast off a chicken, right. you know, bone it out, chop it up, and throw it? Come on. Yeah, because that white tub really yeah, uh, the, the physically The smell alone is just the plastic, yeah. the terrible yeah. green so peppers. I was, just so, I was so happy that honeybees had fresh, off-the-bone chicken. Uh, one more quick pick. Uh, we're going to go till 10 after, bouncing back and forth with our picks, and then we're going to give some uh, promo time is... Uh, I love Fat Joe's, man. It's hard not to. I love Fat Joe's. So do I. Come on. I mean, I had a scrapling and cheese. It was humongous. I paid six. I, I don't know, but I paid a low price for it. I love the food he's putting out. 746 Snyder Avenue. Probably heard us talk about it on the show, but I'm sorry. It's a great spot. It is. He just moved a couple doors down. He's got a huge dining area, nice bathroom. I mean, it's a real comfortable spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love what he's doing there. And right next to uh, Fat Joe's Little Sicily Pizza, the pizza place that's right next to him, a couple doors down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Delicious slices of pizza. Uh, It's right in the same mall. Uh, Those two picks, every time I go to the Walmart, I walk over there and I'll get my dinner over there. John. After all this food, um, (laughs) I got, well, I got two picks I'll do and I'll throw them out real quick so we can sort of wrap this up. Yeah. If I'm going to eat at one place for dinner, and we always try to talk about dressed as grown-ups, uh, I will take off my traditional khaki shorts and shirt, <laughs> and I will put on grown-up clothes and take my wife or a family member for a real sit-down dinner. It's going to be at Ralph's. Uh, and people are going to say, oh, well, maybe it's famous, maybe it's not famous. I find Ralph's gets overlooked sometimes because it's so famous. Uh, I hate to break it to New York. I hate to break it to Boston. I hate to break it to Chicago. Rouse is the oldest Italian restaurant in this country. And I've been there maybe six, seven times in the past year, year and a half. It's still one of the best I've ever been to. I have a photo on the dining room. We talked about meatballs. I go in there and I get to this day, what I got the first time I went in there as a little kid. Spaghetti and meatballs, piece of Sarcone's bread beer from across the street, (laughs) and I'm out the door. And the service is exactly what you'd expect on 9th Street. It's it's sharp, professional servers, you know, no kid that's been thrown out of five colleges and she's bitter or he's (laughs) all upset. It's like pro servers bringing your food. (laughs) And it's absolutely delicious. And when you're done with that, they have dessert there, espresso, whatever. I usually, when they see me, my order is larger than the average person's. I'll put it that way. Um, <laughs> not to be a jerk, but sometimes it helps to be me. You know, they know two meatballs, probably not going to get that job done. <laughs> so I tend to get the serving bowl size, not the plate size. Right. Um, they tend to leave the whole loaf of Sarcone's bread. 
um, right up the street as a place we talk about almost weekly, so I won't I'll only mess it, right. mention it passing again, and that's uh, 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 Angelo's. Right. Uh, our buddy Danny owns that place. That whole street is just covered with good food. Nice. Bar across the street, bar one. Uh, that one block and across the street is really all I need. But for a little stretch of the legs, I will walk down to the Vegas corner, blind my eyes from Gino's, turn, and hit Rim Cafe. Nice. Because that's where I want to go and get some dessert. Renee puts on a show. And the hot chocolate. Uh, the hot chocolate, <laughs> but they've got great coffee there. My favorite coffee drink, to the surprise of no one, is the Tony Luke. <laughs> uh, the Tony has a drink on the menu. I'm hoping someday I got a drink on the menu. Um, Renee does probably the best cannolis in a city known for its cannolis. Nice. I mean, let's be honest. We've got tons of delis. Uh, you know, Termini Brothers. We've got tons of places doing amazing cannolis. Uh, my favorite cannoli in South Philly, I go over to Rim. There's also, he has a place across the street that his wife runs. Nice. Absolutely delicious. Now, hot Take coffee to go. Hot, hot chocolate, chocolate is just To amazing. watch Renee do that, you <laughs> should pay for a ticket. That's like a concert. That's not like stopping in there. But I am going to warn people. People are going to say, oh, it's a coffee shop, J. Cole. This isn't a coffee shop show. First of all, it's not a coffee shop. Right. It's a more he considers himself more of like a, a confectioner type place. Absolutely. And second of all, most coffee shops close at four. That's about the time Renee comes on downstairs. That's right. This guy's like the Godfather of South Philly. Wanders through the streets, shakes everybody's hands. He owns about eighteen or nineteen businesses throughout <laughs> the area. Everybody knows who he is. Everybody's checking in with him. Uh, there's not a person in this city, athlete, reporter, that he doesn't know on a first name basis. He maybe gets the door open by four or five o'clock, and he the neighborhood comes out for that little after dinner espresso uh you know he'll see me and this is how you know sharp he is he won't see me for six months he will see me walk in the door and he'll tell by the look on my face if i've engaged in more gluttony at ralph's or not yeah he'll be like oh the meatball's still with you kid or like <laughs> yeah sit down and instead of hot chocolate which would kill me and then poor bell his wife would have to clean up the mess um he'll he'll get me a tony luke and that kind of perks me up and helps me find my car nice. and get back over to bridge to where I belong. So I don't think you can do better than ending your day there. Absolutely. There's tons of ice cream joints. And like I said, we know, I hate to beat a dead horse here, but I know what our mentions are going to be tomorrow. I yeah. know what our notifications well, are going to look like. don't mention. Pop How did you not mention blank? Well, I want to make sure everyone understands. I, I wrote this show. I created yeah. this show to For this reason. give people places you don't normally hear of. So we know there's a lot more popular places. I just want to say about the Room Cafe as Smokey Robinson would say, I second that emotion. Yeah, great yes. spot. Great spot. Okay, uh, we have about five minutes. I just wanted to let everyone know, in case you're just joining the podcast, uh, if I was... If they're the just joining it now, shame on you. We've been <laughs> off for a while. I am going to give you a recap. I'm going to give you my two. If I was to go to just two places out of my list of 25, I would pick La Nona, excellent Italian restaurant, 214 South Street, Family run and operated, very good Italian food, and I would pick the little fish because I get this question the most often. Kevin, little fish is great thick, by the way. I yeah. mean, that's just uh, Kevin. I like seafood. I can't tell you how many times I hear this. At least a couple times a day. Where can I go? And I will be honest. I have not found many great seafood places. Anastasia on Washington Avenue is a great seafood place. 
And then uh, Anastasia I have on my list. That is at 1101 South 9th Street. They have good seafood. But the Little Fish is doing amazing stuff on Sunday nights. i uh, give you one more pick, John. We're going to bounce back to you one more, and then we're going to close the show. Uh, have you gone to the, uh, Sean, have you gone to the, is it Ricky or Richie Brothers? It's at 1165 South 11th Street. No, I haven't been there yet. No. Let me tell you something. The lines are long, uh, but they're well worth it. Very good Italian hoagie. R-I-C-C-I is what yeah, I'm, saying, know, what yeah. I'm yeah, trying to pronounce. Yeah, didn't one of their cooks work over at, oh, he worked over at, the, he was on Hell's Kitchen, and then he worked over at a fish joint. I can't think of the name of it. It's a fish joint owned by Samuel Seafood. Well, I was sent down there by a listener, and I went down there about a year ago, or, or when we first started doing the show. And I, I'll tell you, their Italian hoagie is amazing. And what you can tell that they got good hoagies is because the lines were long, mm-hmm. but the line moves because they have a system. That oh, yeah, they they're do. ready for it. That's they're ready they're, for yeah, it, they're ready and they have a system. It. So, Jay Cole, what would you say if our listeners want to say, Jay, uh, Cole, uh, where can I go? What's the one favorite spot? Do you think Franco Luigi? I'll f- f- my favorite spot would probably be Franco yeah. Luigi's, okay. yeah. Um, I, would th- I will say this, too, just because I get this question a lot. This is a real popular question with foodies. Uh, foodie chats, this question comes out yes. a lot. If you could only eat at one place right. for the rest of your life, mm. what would it be? And I've talked about this before. People will assume it's Tony Luke's because I'm friends with Tony. Right. People might assume it's a place like Ralph's or whatever. But if I can only pick one place, I need a place that has the things that I really met love in life. Really good coffee. I'm not a big sweet eater, but I do like cannolis, maybe a little piece of chocolate, right. pizza, food, pasta. And that's DeBruno Brothers. Yeah. I know Every, that people but are they gonna, have everything. <laughs> they have everything. Yeah, and I will say this. Options. <laughs> um, no, they're not a hidden gem. They're another right. in-your-face gem. Right. But the truth of the matter is you can eat everything yeah. from a DeBruno Brothers. Yeah. Salads. Um, there are locations where they'll make pizza for you. And the tomato pie is delicious. Tomato pie is right. delicious. They're coffee. Mm-hmm. We'll, we talk about coffee sometimes on this show. Yeah, we have a coffee episode, wildfireradio.com. Look for Dining on we Them. We did all episode. show episodes. Bruno Brothers is one of these places where when we have these coffee conversations, don't get mentioned, they have a great cup of coffee. Yeah. Absolute Americano, whatever you want to get. It's great over there. And the prices are not ridiculous. Yeah. We all know that coffee shop. We won't mention it's my name. We all know that coffee shop that a cup of coffee is like eight bucks. Yeah. Oh, you want a croissant? Leave it 20. And I'm just like, I go to DeBruno Brothers and I'll get a little pastry and a cup of coffee and it's like seven, eight bucks. Yeah. I actually had someone say, well, what, what do you do, business at DeBruno Brothers? Because I'm there like five days a week. I said, no, I'm just here for the samples. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Our, our friend Marilyn Johnson, Philly Grove, she used to, I think, work at DeBruno Brothers. Oh, really? That's cool. And she talked about that all the time. If there's one place you could go. Right. That, that's where you want to hit. Because sure, they have everything. It doesn't matter what time of the day it is. Yeah. It's one of those places, a little bit like my beloved Wawa, if you go in there a half hour before closing right. and you want a cup of coffee, they'll make you a fresh pot if you want to sit and wait. And I'm actually not kidding. I'm in there about four days a week, <laughs> the one at 18th and Chestnut, because I just walk through see what they're giving out for samples. I tend to hit the one um, uh, in the market, the yeah. Italian market, yeah. and a cup of coffee in there, Yeah, sit on the sidewalk, and you know watch the world go by. I can't tell you enough more than anything else in South Philly 
just go down to 9th Street, yeah. and I know this is super hard to do. Put your phone away. Yeah. Uh, listen to our podcast, but then put your phone <laughs> away. <laughs> Unplug. Get yourself a cup of coffee, maybe at Fonte's or Anthony's. Anthony's. Or, That's my uh, and These are places that... Like, I legi- like Fonte's. That's yeah. my go-to. Yeah, it's, a, it's, 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 it's a legit Italian cup of coffee. Yeah. Sit down and just watch. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I have trouble doing, and I love to just watch and listen. And 10 minutes, you will get, and yeah. I'm doing this with air quotes, you can't see, <laughs> you will get South Philly, both yesterday and today. You'll see how it is. Um, you'll see the people coming out of in and out of Esposito's. Yeah. Um, these are the same people that have shopped there. I remember being a little kid. I'm an old man now. I remember being a little kid. My aunt taking me by the hand into Esposito's to get like the fresh country ham yeah. for the for Easter. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to end the show with this last pick, and then we're going to wrap up the show. We're going to promote. We're going to talk to Sean. My final pick in South Philly. How can you go without talking about this great place? Rex, 1516. Oh, yeah. 1516 South Street. Never been there. This dude is giving a citywide burger. Citywide burger. Speaking of burgers, he's come in really, I think he's come in second twice at Burger Bat. And let me tell you something. His creation. Philly Burger His creations. It's called the Citywide Burger. He creates a new one uh, every week, I think. Uh, the Citywide Burger is just the most amazing combos it's for Justin a burger. Justin is the chef up there, right? Huh? Justin? Yeah, I believe Justin. so. Yeah, and uh, they blew me away when I was there. Because usually a lot of times when you see a, a restaurant, several times on social media, the worse they are. <laughs> but this place met and beyond my expectations. It was great. Okay, that's going to be our South Philly Let me smack. just throw this out there really quickly. Uh, we just talked about, you know, how real are these things. We just talked about Angelo's Pizza on 9th. We talked about them last week. We talked about them last week. We talked about them a couple minutes ago. Yeah. He sold out again. How about that? Pizza and sandwiches are done. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 6 o'clock as we record this. Yeah, but they should be sold out because that's the best place. No, but I'm just saying, you yeah. know what I mean? So th- these are places we make up. Ninth and I mean, this guy is literally telling people, don't come to the store. Yeah. I'm out of food. Ninth, ninth and Fitzwater. Yeah, best, Ninth and Fitzwater. Pizza, amazing. Most amazing uh, pepperoni also. Uh, just want to let everyone know that is our South Philly Smackdown. I actually was able to get to 80% of my list, which I didn't think. And if we miss something, get out of people. Yeah, dining Not on famous dine. stuff. Don't tell me about a Dunkin' Donuts. I'm right. gonna <laughs> but if we missed a really good place, yeah. get at us. Dining on a dime at yahoo.com to get us your other picks. But I just want to let everyone know we covered South Philly. I think that was an extensive uh, coverage of South Philly. I think we got a good mix yeah. of stuff yeah. you know, stuff you don't know. And uh, starting in June, uh, we are going to get into New Jersey towns and do smackdowns yep. in the townships of New Jersey. Jersey people have been at me. Where's the yeah. love? We're, we're going to do a Camden County smackdown during the month of yep. June. All the people from Philly uh, come to the our, shore. We're, so we'll, we're going to have know. our friends from the station uh, join us for that show. Yep. And that way I, I don't have to... You know, I can hide the fact that I don't know much about New Jersey. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about all the places on the Atlantic City Expressway, starting yeah. in Camden County, yeah. and we'll even name some places down the shore. But because this show does not BS you with restaurants we're not very familiar with, uh, we've already gone from Front Street and Market all the way up to 40th. I'm not familiar beyond 40th. I don't go into 69th Street area, that kind of thing. We did South Philly today. We're going to start on Camden uh, Camden County in June with the Smackdowns. We'll mix it up with like uh, a neighborhood that I know really well and stuff like that. So that is the South Philly Smackdown. Uh, Sean Justice, real quick, tell us about Grumpy's. Tell us about what uh, your favorite, and start talking about Grumpy's. Do you have social media? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Grumpy's Grill Philly. 
Nice. That's uh, my handle. I put all my specials, pictures of my food. You can find anything you want to look at. Sometimes people will come in and be like, oh, I saw this picture you put up Thursday. Can you make this for me? Sure, man. No problem. If I got it, you got it. You that's know? fantastic. Where else Where else can you go anywhere else to find you? Oh, um, no, that's just that's my main that's one. It's just what, Instagram. That's what I use for the kitchen, for the food. And I it's promote gr- it. Grumpy's Grill. Grumpy's Grill Philly. That's terrific. And uh, is um, grilled, here's a stupid question. Is grilled G-R-I-L-L-E? Or no, G-R-I? no E. Sounds no good. either, but uh, it's uh, kitchens open six days a week, Monday Watch to Saturday. Watching you make grumpy fries right now. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're open six days a week, um, five to one Monday to Friday, three to one on Saturdays. Nice. Uh, during football season, the kitchen is open seven days a week because the <laughs> Eagles are in there. Yeah. So that's a South Philly but, uh, pub for bars you. open ten to two every day. We have the best citywide in the city. Nice. Jameson and the PBR. Nice. So. Thank you, Sean, Great for time. joining us. Oh, and there's they, some pizza steaks, too. Yeah, oh, yeah nice. man. And they have the best meatballs. You've really got to go try the meatballs. Okay, everyone, dining on dime, yahoo.com. Thank you again. Stay hungry, everybody. <laughs> have a great week. To uh, view hundreds of restaurant reviews and photos from Philadelphia restaurants, and to get more information about the Dining on a Dime podcast, go to www.phillyrestaurantreviews.com.